Today's episode of The Movie Jungle is brought to you by The Movie Jungle Twitter channel. It's under new ownership, and if it was boring you before, give it another shot because Mike is at the helm. So, yes, we're sponsoring ourselves. Deal with it. On with the show. Uh, Meanwhile, back in the jungle. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Movie Jungle. Uh, With me is the wonderful and comparable and now same age as me mike trilling happy belated birthday mike how's it going thanks bud i meant to get here a couple weeks ago but i got lost on the way to the studio oh yeah i, yeah, I yeah. finally made it back nice did you see anything cool while you were trying to get back like was it like a fun journey or no yeah, I mean, it was all right it was like we're, are we picturing like through the forest trying to find your way or is it more like catch me if you can hopping on airplanes well, I mean, we're all we're all trying to survive in 2020 America. So there's lots of tire fires and yep. bands of, of roaming Mad Max wannabes. For sure, for sure. Which you got to let them know that they're not the real deal. You got to call them out when you see that. Poser, you're not Mad Max. You're not Mel Gibson. You're not Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> and they're so high that that deeply offends them. <laughs> they get super mad. I used to make that joke with TL all the time when uh, the lockdowns first started. I think there was a period of like maybe three months where she literally did not leave the house. And I just every time I come home, I would just make jokes about the tire fires and how the different factions are ruling over Burian, where the, where the borders are changing. <laughs> At least you're mentally prepared for it. Most yeah. people don't even consider it, but you're ready. So we got a really fun episode, you guys. Uh, Disney... Dropped an absolute atom bomb on the entertainment world a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard bits and pieces, but you haven't heard me and Mike talk about it, which means you don't know what you're talking about yet. So um, we're gonna we're gonna give our take on on this, and uh, and yeah, we're gonna go through this whole thing. There's Disney announcements, Marvel, Star Wars, and a handful of other random things. So I, I'm really excited. I, I'm I'm excited to go over this list, and I gotta say, this is it is it is absolutely massive. I yep. forgot how many IPs Disney owns now, because I forgot they just bought Fox. Yeah, they own everything. Oh my. They own everything. They like own us, Ava- probably. Like Avatar is now a Disney film. Yep. <laughs> oh god, that's such a weird. To, just weird to hear you say it. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Like. Disney's our new overlords. It is what it is. They make quality pr- films with yeah. few exceptions. So it's okay. It's fine. Just there's a part of you inside that's always just like, well, but Monopoly is bad. And that's what this is. So when will this backfire? I mean, man, these. That's where you, you fast forward five years, 10 years from now, there's going to be four companies Amazon, Disney, Facebook, and Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Which one's going to buy Apple, you think? Probably Amazon. I think Disney. I think Disney. I picture Disney buying Apple. Amazon will buy Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, anybody who doesn't think Amazon <laughs> doesn't deserve a dollar of their however many trillion dollar market cap, try going to the mall during the holiday season. You don't want yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazon's earned every single one of those pennies they're making. Um, and for, for me and Mike, 
you know, a lot of people go on and on. They drone about it during the holiday season. Like, you got to shop local. You got to shop local. We are, okay? We live in Seattle. Amazon's a Seattle company. We're shopping local when we're shopping on Amazon. You, if you're in California or Texas or Australia or whatever, you need to figure it out and shop local. But we're allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> Bezos is a, is a, is, he's a Seattle guy. He's a Northwest guy. It's family-owned. Yeah. It's a family-owned <laughs> local company. Exactly. So we're trying to support them because, you know, they need all the help they can get, especially in these trying times where everyone's ordering every single thing they need off of Amazon. I bought a, I bought conditioner and body wash on Amazon like two weeks ago. I couldn't believe myself. Look, I was I'm like, what also, is happening? I'm also mad that Jeff Bezos is worth almost a quarter of a trillion dollars. But I also made four orders on Amazon last week. It's so. a it's a weird. It's a, everyone's got the conflicting feelings inside <laughs> because it's. I, I don't think that it's – I think that what we'll see is other companies will start to figure out the fast shipping and start to catch up as far as being as reliable and, like, offering yeah. a breadth of products. As that happens, Amazon's market share will probably get cut into a bit. But, yeah, it's just impossibly perfect and convenient to ignore. Um, but, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but for now, Disney just owns, you know – all the entertainment like we watch. So seventy eight percent of like the movie landscape, right? Who don't um, they own? I think they they don't own Paramount. Yeah, Paramount's still out there. Universal's still out there. New Line? Do they own New Line? Was New Line owned by Fox? Does I believe New Line they even own... exist. I don't know. I think they just use the New Line branding for like re like nostalgic purposes. Yeah. For Lord of the Rings, yeah. Like, because they is there a contingent of people that are out there that are like, I'm not going to this next Lord of the Rings movie unless I see the New Line logo before it starts. Right. It's going to be weird. Are we going to see, before the Avatar sequel, when it comes out in 2035, are we going to see the Disney logo in the lead-up to the whatever other logos before the movie? I bet we will. Yeah, probably. That's so weird. Was there a Disney logo in front of the new Star Wars movies at any point? No. It's just I don't think film. so. Yeah. Anyways, let's get on with it. We got a lot to talk about. Um, so we're going to hit you with some quick facts and some some of the boring updates, and then we're going to talk content. Um, so right out of the gate, just recapping. You may already know this. You may not care, but they launched about a year ago and have vastly outperformed everyone's expectations. Um, and And... By 2024, they expect their 90 million subscribers worldwide to almost quadruple. And I bet they'll be right. If anything, they'll probably outpace that, especially with the amount of content they're offering and bringing uh, that you'll hear on this list. So they're killing it, Mike. Are you happy for them? Kind of. Yes and no. I mean, yeah. Like I said... (laughs) They they just they own a lot of my favorite IPs now, and yeah. I, 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 we'll, we'll get we'll we'll get into it. Yeah, uh, and then also starting March this upcoming March they're going to bump up their monthly subscription cost by a dollar. We all kind of saw that coming when they originally Projectable. announced six ninety nine a month when it started. I mean, Netflix um, has done that once a year for the last like six years. I yeah, think, I think when I, I first bought my like, Netflix, it was like seven dollars a month, and yeah. now I think it's like thirteen or fourteen. Yep, that makes sense. Um, Anyways, so uh, that's that's it for the boring stuff. Let's get into the content, man. Um, first off, there is some 
Disney Plus originals on the way. And some of these are movies, some of these are shows. Some of these are unclear to me which one they are. I'll see if, if you if you feel like you know. But the first thing we're going to talk about is Beauty and the Beast is getting a prequel um, that's uh, going to be starring Josh Gad and Luke Evans again. Um, I really liked the live-action Beauty and the Beast, and I liked their performances. They're the probably two most entertaining parts of that movie. So, sure, I'm in. What do you think? I'd, yeah, I'd say that Luke Evans and Josh Gad were the only things I... Uh, there was nothing that I really disliked about the movie, right? Except that it was literally just a shot-for-shot remake of of the original. And yeah. I think Beauty and the Beast is probably like top two or three Disney movie for me. Yep. And I thought they did a pretty good job just doing a shot-for-shot remake. I thought Luke yeah. Evans and Josh Gad fucking crushed it. They stole the movie for sure. Like I hundred percent did were perfect like the belt emma watson as bell perfect she nailed it but it just wasn't as memorable as these two with all the laughs and stuff that they brought to the screen but like it may just because like you said it's shot for shot remake so it was exactly what we thought it was same thing with lion king when when i first saw that that's my favorite disney movie of all time and the live action one was kind of boring i was like oh yep that's lion king it's not because it was bad they did a great job the new voice cast did a phenomenal job a couple little things i didn't like about it but I was like, and maybe like, this the tech was exciting as I thought. The CGI in Lion King was so good that like you can't you can't emote a lion. You can't, no. You have these <laughs> you have these you have these like perfectly rendered lions providing highly dramatic lines and you're just looking at a yeah. fucking cat. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> I think that the human-based live action reboots um Maybe especially when they differ more than the, the cartoon versions or update some things that make it better. I think those things are more exciting. I still am just waiting patiently for my live action Atlantis for film. That's the one I want to see the most. <laughs> that uh, would be next, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think this will be good. Um I don't I don't hate the idea of it. Yeah. Um I think this is the first instance of something that will be reoccurring, <laughs> I think, throughout this entire list is that uh, there are several direct to Disney Plus or even just series that are going to be pulling big name talent. Yeah, that's a really which good is surprising. Point. You don't, you're not going to see, you've never seen as much like big screen talent being brought to the small screen than in this list right now. I think it's, it's going to be a major shift. It's in actually how crazy. that's done. Yeah. Yep. That's you bring up a really, really good point with that. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll notice it as we go through the list. Uh, yeah. But Luke Evans, for sure. Big name talent. I think yeah. this will be good. I hope it's good. Uh, I think people the- appreciate him, but I still find him underrated. I think he's appreciated, but I still somehow feel like he's underrated. I think he has like, <laughs> I wish he had a different, I wish he had a different stage name. Because for some reason, Luke Evans, is, was there another Luke Evans? Well, it's or just like, like a, a name that's engineered to forget. It's it just so reminds basic. me. I feel like if I if there was an actor named Luke Evans, they should be starring in like high school drama shows on yeah. CW. Not yeah, for sure. Not not sure. look as dramatic as Luke Evans does. Look. I feel like it's a it's an athlete name. Like I feel like oh Luke Evans, you're an NFL quarterback. Yeah, or oh, like your Chris's brother. You're, oh, cool. Or, yeah, 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 exactly. Or or that. Uh, anyway, speaking of star power, John Stamos, uh, he's got a movie. Uh, uh, for Disney Plus coming out called Big Shot about a temperamental college basketball coach. Um, I'm sure it's again, a lot of this is coming with the caveat of I own Disney Plus. 
I will probably always own Disney Plus unless something crazy happens. So I'm not going to not watch a lot of this if it's already included with what I'm paying every month. Basketball movie of any kind, I'm pretty much in on. As long as it's not like a depressing, sad one like that new Ben Affleck one. But um, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, you have to let me know if it's good. Yep. Uh, that's about how much I expected from you on that one. Uh, the next next one up, um, we got Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I mean, you throw those words out, and you better be you better get this right. The Mighty Ducks that's like legendary for us. This is like this is probably one of the first of many where it's just make something new. You're trying to cash in on like a 30 year old IP. Yeah. Like, unless you're bringing back Emilio. They are. I'm in. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was was a great, you guys can't see, me and Mike can see each other right now over Discord. But I got to see his face just change to like, okay. (laughs) That was great. Uh, Are they bringing back any of the kids? I'm not sure yet. I would be surprised if they... They better bring Keenan back. I know he'd be down and he needs the bash brothers. Actor. I don't remember any of those actors names. Me neither, but I would be shocked to see him only bring back Gordon Bombay. I feel like you'd have to at least get a handful of the others, um, but it takes place in present day. So um, also, I feel like I thought I read that this was a TV show somewhere, but I can't, I don't see anything about that here. So uh, we'll find out whenever, whenever it happens, but pretty excited about that one actually. Yeah. Unless it's a TV, unless it's a TV show, no matter what we tell we talk about today, if it's a movie, just like double my excitement level compared to what you hear, and then if it's a TV show, cut my excitement in half for me. I think while we're going through this list, I think we should internalize, uh, and we'll share at the end. Yeah, the three that we're most excited about, and then the three that we're either least excited about or most pessimistic about. I love that idea. I love that idea. I'm going to get some something to write with, and I'll take notes while we're whenever something pops up that I think deserves to be on the top or bottom of this list. All right, next up, Mysterious Benedict Society. Uh, placed undercover at a, branding, a boarding school known as the Institute, a group of orphans must foil a nefarious plot with global ramifications while creating a new sort of family along the way based on the bestseller from Trenton Lee Stewart. I know nothing about this, and I have nothing to contribute. You? Never. Moving cool. on. I like the picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the picture does look cool. Um, it looks like it takes place a while ago, judging by the car in the picture. So I like period piece films and shows and stuff. So, All right, the next one is going in my top three list for now. The Percy Jackson and the Olympians series. I can't even tell you how pumped I am for this. I've heard good things. They what? They made two movies that were kind of lukewarm in reception. It'd be cool to yeah. kind of give them a, a proper go. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The movies were weird. They instead of following the books like they tend to not do, um, they took some weird deviations. They aged the characters up five years and they combined a couple of characters into like single actors or actresses and like mm. people. So they, they missed enough things that the diehard Percy Jackson fans are all pretty lukewarm on it. Um, did you, the did you read many of the books? Fine. All of them. Yeah, I read the whole series. So there's a cool. lot of content there. There's definitely enough for I would say it each book cool. can easily be a whole season. So isn't it isn't it like the 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 lead character? He's like secretly the son of Zeus or something like that. 
Yeah, he's a so it's he's a half blood. So him and all of his friends go to these like half blood camps. It's called it's literally called Camp Half Blood. Um, but they they yeah. go to like these camps that are they're half god. And it's not, it's not, he's not, he's not a mud. He's so he's a mud blood. He's mud blood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There are some similarities for sure. Um, but yeah, he's, he's half God. Um, I think his dad's Poseidon though. I could be wrong about that. Or maybe that would make sense. Do you see the, in the picture it's got, he's got to try to, yeah, that's a a Um, dead giveaway. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but there's also the, uh, there's like daughters of, you know, Aries and like sons and daughters of Aries and sons of daughters of the, like, it's really, really cool stuff. So if they do it right, it's going to be incredible. Cool. Yeah, sure. I'm in. Yeah. Um, next one, Turner and Hooch. Uh, this looks like a full blown reboot of the original Turner and Hooch movie with Tom Hanks. Um, why, why, why would you do that? It's Tom Dude, Hanks. I, yeah. I mean, why? I don't yeah. think Tom Hanks has ever made a movie that needs to be redone. Exactly. Like, give it 50 years on a Tom Hanks movie, I think, as a rule of yeah. thumb. Don't even consider it for 50 years. I mean, Turner Hooch is pretty good. I wouldn't put it at the top of the uh, Tom Hanks pyramid. If anybody tries to remake Forrest Gump, like, I'm going to march on whoever that is. Yeah, that that's a waste of time there. Uh, <laughs> Turner Hooch... <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 sort of like it's just a big why. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's a cool story, and I, one thing we're kind of leaving out is like for us, we're uh, we are now officially in our mid thirties uh, as of the other, as of yesterday for you. Um, but for us, we're a little disconnected. Like like a take a fourteen year old kid out there somewhere, they're gonna watch this movie and be like, like get a lot out of it. Like as long as I performances guess. are okay, and like it's like a great tale. Granted, hopefully their parents will show them the original one, and then they'll be like, "Why does this one exist?" But do know, do fourteen year olds want to watch this movie? I mean, even when remakes of movies that our parents watched came, that came out when we were kids, I rarely even wanted to watch those. That's true. So who, it is who weird. wants to watch this movie? That's a good question. Who the heck is this movie for? Because <laughs> it's not for us. We don't want to watch it. Like yeah, I there's already a great one out like, there. Yeah, my dad what loved Turner Hooch when it came out. Does he want to watch this? No, absolutely not. Yeah, does Ma- does my eight year old niece Macy want to watch this? Does your son want to watch this? Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. So I don't, Turner I don't know, Hooch. I don't, I don't know who's going to watch this. Zero movie. views. It's going to be out for a month with zero views. Um, next up, we got a TV show, an animated series. It's the first ever Walt Disney Animation Studios animated series. Uh, which is like their studio that makes all their amazing animated non-Pixar films. It's called Baymax. It's a spinoff of... Um, I'm brain farting right now. Big Hero 6? Thank you. Big Hero 6, and I'm I'm in on this. This sounds oh, kind of good. his name is Baymax. Yeah, the guy, wow. the dude from Big Hero 6 is named Baymax. So this is the Baymax Lucas loves, series. Lucas loves this movie. I always thought he said Betamax. I thought it was like a... So uh, I, when I saw this, I was like, ah, what is this? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, no, his name is Baymax, so he's getting his own TV show. And I think the world they built in that movie is really cool. So that could be cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Like the combinations, like the cross between like Tokyo and San Francisco. San Francisco. So cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm in on that. Baymax, let's go. Sure. Um, I won't watch it, but sure. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not yeah. for me. But I guess if it comes cool. out and it's like really aimed at kids, kids, 
like little kids, then I probably won't watch it. But if it's like, like I loved Big Hero Six, so why wouldn't I? It's it's it'll be interesting. We'll see. Um, yeah, how do you even pronounce one? this next one? Iwaju. No, no, I'm gonna go that with too that. Yeah, it does. Um, but I will say, if you guys are listening along, go ahead and Google just Disney Iwaju. It's I W A J U. The picture with the two kids in front of this like crazy future Africa world looks amazing. Yeah, right. Like, the art the artwork on this looks incredible. I know nothing about this, but it's some sort of African um, Nigerian based. Um, set in Lagos, yeah. Lagos, Nigeria. Yeah, set in Lagos. It's like steeped in science fiction. It says uh, this one. I'm optimistic about. It's a it's a original series yeah. for Disney Plus, and yeah, it seems yeah. The art, there's a, it's a cool piece of art, but you know, it's another thing that's not really meant for for me. I won't watch it. Yeah, but it seems cool. Yeah, it does look really, really cool. Um, all right, next up, we got Moana the series. Um, yeah, I mean, just it sounds like it's a continuation. It follows her on her on her is adventures. That, man, maybe this is a maybe this is a hot take. Maybe this is an unpopular opinion. But Moana, it's not. It's okay. Ooh, that is that is a hot take. I would say. I would say that qualifies. I know someone who's a bit of an expert on hot takes. Um, shout out to Robin. But uh, yeah, that's a hot take. I would say. I mean, it's really like it was it. really like it's it really lot. well made, and I liked a lot of the characters. But I yeah. think the thing that really held it back, yeah, was the villain in that movie was kind of lame. Was there even a villain? Yeah, there would not really one. Yeah, it was interesting. The villain was doubt, and like yeah. the villain was just like apprehension. Yeah, not really <laughs> a strong villain. Yeah, because uh, I liked I liked the character. I liked yeah. uh, who was the character uh, that the Rock Maui. played? Yeah, Maui. yeah, Maui. He was cool. Yeah. Uh, you get freaking Jermaine as uh, as the Jermaine the treasure crab as the <laughs> treasure crab, which is, was my favorite scene of that movie. So it was like a good movie. <laughs> But yeah. it needed a, a stronger, drama. a stronger villain, and it would have been great. I would say even if they didn't want to add a strong villain to Moana, just a couple more like really scary. Is she even going to make it? Type of scenes, like even if it's just like some insane waves in the ocean, or like some you know, you don't have to always have like a direct villain. But it did lack drama. She was just kind of on an adventure, and it was fun to watch, and it was beautiful and well acted and well sung. But I liked it a lot, but the series, I don't know. I'm, I think you might be right about some of these. Like, they're not really for me, maybe. So, might be great. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, another one that checks that box, Tiana, um, which is based on Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Have you seen Princess and the Frog? No. I saw it for the first time this year, and it was phenomenal. It's right up there with any animated Disney movie. Like and it felt like a proper classic animated Disney movie. Like it's it was late in the game. It was one of the last proper animated Disney films. Um, and the the personality and character and the New Orleans of it all was just amazing. It was super good. I probably won't watch the show, but uh, the movie was fantastic. So, all right, moving on. Zootopia Plus. It's a TV series that dives deeper into the world of Zootopia coming in the spring of 2022. 
I think we're just stuck in the same the same realm of like cool like the animated movie I don't need to watch the cartoons or the the TV show yep yep <laughs> Utopia was great but I don't know there's just too much of this all right how do you feel you, you go ahead and take it from here you do the next one how do you feel about this I'm all in on this one Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers yeah I will watch this one with Lucas John that Mulaney is- and Andy Samberg are you kidding yeah. me yeah I know. I'm so excited with <laughs> Seth Rogen cam- as a cameo. This one I'm all in on. I will absolutely watch like the first episode of this and then probably not another one, but I'm super stoked <laughs> for that pilot. <laughs> for sure, dude. Um, I'm Yeah, if anything else, I'm just, if nothing else, I'm happy that the next generation will have Rescue Rangers in their lives. And it sounds like it's in good hands, so... I'm optimistic and excited that exists. Yeah, well, um, and it's a, it's a hybrid animated live action, so that's which is really cool. cool. I agree. Yeah. With that. So, uh, are, that, so John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. That's Chip and Dale, right? Like Chip and Dale are John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Yes, that could be yeah. cool. Yeah, and this is a movie, by the way. It's not a it's not a show. It's a film. Oh, it I is. Just, yeah, I just it is. animated feature. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'll watch yeah, it. I'm all, let's do it. Yeah. Slated well, for spring uh, 2022. Pff, wake me up later. <laughs> yeah. That's just in time for COVID to be gone. Um, it's a sad, sad, pessimistic view. Uh, Chris Paul Project. Cool. Next. Uh, they're, they're doing yeah, what a about? film. Like, about, it's about Chris Paul. I'm not interested in that. Uh, even though I'm a massive basketball fan, I don't care. Next. Uh, Disenchanted. A sequel to the hit film Enchanted is going to stream exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Amy Adams is returning as Giselle. Did you watch it, the first one, Enchanted? No. It's really good. It's really funny. I think you'd like it. It's just so silly, but like in, in like a, not in a way for children. It's silly in like a, it's like really sarcastic and self-aware of what it's doing. Um yeah, it's it's pretty good. This will probably be all right. It'll be free on Disney Plus. I'm sure Betty will want to watch it, so I'll probably see it. All right. Next up, Flora and Ulysses. A delightful comedy adventure based on the book of the same name tells the story of a ten year old Flora, an avid comic book fan, and a self avowed cynic who rescued a squirrel with unique superhero powers. The film makes its debut oh, this coming February. I mean, I guess I'll judge this one on the trailer. I don't know anything about this. Me neither. It's got a superpower, a superhero squirrel. So she, was that, does that do ten, anything for you? Ten-year-old girl who recu- rescues a squirrel with superhero powers. Mm-hmm. A ten-year-old girl that's an avid comic book fan. That's like little Mike. All right. This is about you, Mike. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another basketball story about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, that'll probably be cool. I care more about him than Chris Paul. I might watch that one. Um, how about this next one, Mike? Hocus Pocus 2. Let's move on to the next one. You don't like Hocus Pocus? Hocus Pocus is fine. I've seen it like 60 times. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in daycare as a kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Nonstop. Yeah. It, even Even when it wasn't Halloween non it's just non-stop <laughs> it's like sabrina like if they just started coming out with a new sabrina show yeah which they have 
it's just so it's like it's as if someone's been feeding you like rice checks for breakfast for 15 years in a row and they're like guess what different rice checks you're like great next <laughs> yeah cool and again um, it's another it's another almost 30 year old ip yeah the, the trend like who is this for so i, I don't want to watch here's this what's because here's i love what's the original my kid yeah. doesn't want to like 13 year olds right now aren't interested in this yeah People my age, like maybe I'm just a Debbie Downer. I'm not particular. Maybe other people my age are, but I still think it's not going to have a really high excitement factor. Yeah. Again, it's like, who is this for? So I think this is for the people that are roughly our age or a little younger than us that are super nostalgic about the, because currently we're living in like, I would say the last five years or so have been like, heightened hocus pocus people are loving it and making merchandise for it and talking about it more than the previous you know 15 years or whatever i think we're living in like a hocus pocus high right now and so they're disney's trying to capitalize on it i think this is not a very smart movie to make though because unless the time it comes really, out really really good all they're gonna do is disappoint the people like the people that are gonna be excited yeah. about it so they caught on to the hocus pocus She's a huge Hocus Pocus fan. I know she's going to watch this. I'm going to watch it with her. And if it's not good, it'll just be a real bummer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they caught on to the... You're right. The the Hocus Pocus nostalgia has been... I think it peaked this year or last year. Yeah. By the time this comes out, I think we're going to be on the downside of that, if not just like completely past it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think they caught the wave late and then took too long to make the movie. If this movie had come out in like 2019 or this year or this year yeah. i think it would have been much better timed but i yeah. think by the time this comes out it's just gonna be like okay yeah you might be right and on like any of these this kind of you can use this for everything we're talking about today if it's great then it, it can be a massive success any movie can yeah. be great any movie can be bad so just totally as a blanket statement for everything today maybe we're wrong maybe this will be great maybe i'm gonna love it but it seems pretty risky and like bad timing um, Keenan Low Project, uh, an incredible true life story of a high school coach who averted tragedy through compassion. The Rock, Danny Garcia, Haram Garcia on board as producers. That'll probably be heartwarming bullshit. That's fantastic. Um, great. <laughs> you want to take the next one? <clears throat> no, I just want to say that was a great description of that previous one. I, I couldn't have done any better. Heartwarming, heartwarming bullshit. Bull- bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> You're hanging out with me too long, Brian. Um <laughs> what is this? Peter Pan and Wendy. Is this is a TV show? This isn't yeah, so a movie. Peter Pan and Wendy. Um a young girl rebels against growing up by going with her two brothers to a magical land ruled by an ageless boy obsessed with adventure. Who was locked in an ongoing battle with the pirate captain? The cast includes Jude Law's Captain Hook, Yara Shahidi in the role of Tinkerbell. I okay, two things. Movie. It must be a movie. It has to be a movie. There's no way it's a show. Okay, I got it's two an, things. It's another reboot for Peter Pan. I love Jude Law. Can't really see him as Captain Hook. Okay. He doesn't really have like a Captain Hook face. Oh, okay. Um, and also, I'm sure this will be okay. I love the story of Peter Pan. Yep. Me too. How many times do they have to meet, keep making Peter Pan movies? 
They do it a lot. They love to do it. All the time. They you, really, all, not only do you have the original, and then yeah. you have the sequel, and then you have like the six straight-to-video sequels after that. And then you have clearly the greatest Peter Pan movie of all time ever made forever. Yep. Homeward. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the one that came Imagine out. Imagine I'm like one word. You're like Pan. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. And then there was Pan, which wasn't terrible, but it wasn't... Right. You know, I did like that they turned the father, that they had the same actor play the father, Wendy's father, as played Hook. I thought that was kind of a neat twist in Pan. That was really cool, actually. I um, but other than that. Wait, which one was it? Pan is the Wolverine one, right? Because there was another, like 2003, there was another Peter Pan live action film. Maybe that's I, I, remember, I remember seeing it at the cinema in Lacey. The, the one I'm talking about church is now. what I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the guy that played Mal, Malfo, um, Malfoy's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremy Irons. J- nope, that's not it. That's not, that's not his Irons. name. That's uh, this is different. John, Jonathan Isaacs or something. Or yeah. Stephen Isaacs. Something Isaacs. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Isaacs? Yes. Yep, that's there the it one. Is. But it yep. had him in it. He played the Magic have a player on our he, team named Jonathan Isaac right now. So, and he also played Hook. And it had yes. the young, it had That's, the young really boy, cool. yep, as Peter Pan. That one wasn't bad. And I kind of liked yeah. that they had uh, Isaacs play the dad and Peter Pan, or and yeah. uh, Hook. That was but, really cool. Once again, who's this? I guess I guess they just have to keep remaking Peter Pan movies for like the youngest yeah. for for the every young ten kids. years. Like the kids need. Yeah. I guess but, I'm sure it'll be okay, but like everybody knows what it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm into it. I think it'll be fine. We did get the the pan one with Hugh Jackman recently. That one was really cool, except for it had one like glaring problem, and that was the accent used by uh, the dude that played pan or whatever is like makes it almost completely unwatchable. Like he uses this weird oh, really? voice the whole time, and it's just like so distracting and bad. Um, interesting i don't think i've seen that one yeah it's it's definitely entertaining there's some really cool Hugh moments Jackman play hook and he, he he kills it honestly there's some cool moments where they bring in like rock music into that world and like the way they explain the connection to that world is kind of neat it's a unique take i do like the movie i just the guy's accent was just wildly distracting for me um interesting choice but this one i think would be good and you said you couldn't see jude law as captain hook I really can because think can about like, think about his smile, right? He's got like a wide smile and all you got to do is take his like big old wide Jude Law smile and add some scowling eyebrows and some facial hair to it. And all of a sudden that is a creepy looking menacing Captain Hook in my opinion. I guess. Cause I mean, I, I don't mean this in like in an offensive manner, but he always kind of, he's got like soft features and I always feel, think of like just cartoonish harsh features yeah. when it comes to captain hook i think that's his voice like his voice it's like the edges of his voice are sanded off so like it, it, he's got a very smooth soft uh features to his voice that maybe make it tough to picture which that i do understand but he's a great actor so i mean he probably could <laughs> oh he's, pull it he's off. awesome and i'm sure yeah. i'm sure very talented makeup artists are going to be all over that for sure uh, yeah i'm sure uh, it'll be good yeah Anyways, next one we got. Here's a story that I don't care about. Maybe this one will make me care for the first time in my life. But Pinocchio, never been you don't a fan. Like Pinocchio, 
Never been a fan at all. I don't know. The original movie is is like it is surprisingly long. Yeah. The first movie yeah, is it's a very long movie. That's interesting for a hand drawn cartoon. Um, um you don't but you don't like the story of Pinocchio? I don't well, to be fair, I've never I don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through. Pretty sure I haven't. I think all my knowledge of Pinocchio is just through osmosis and pop culture living in the world. Yeah. So I mean I guess I, like I haven't it. really given it a huge chance, but I like Pinocchio. It still holds up pretty well. It's it's like its yeah. theme is super on the nose. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interested to see like an updated version of it. I think <laughs> there's something on this with, that with makes all me of really apprehensive. With, I'll tell you in a minute. With all of the remakes that Disney's doing, as they're finally doing one of their first movies, they're finally yeah. remaking one of their originals <laughs> rather than something that came out like ten years ago. I know that's a really good point. Um, there is something on here that I'm looking at that makes me really apprehensive. And that is that it stars Tom Hanks and is directed by Robert Zemeckis. The reason that makes me apprehensive is Tom Hanks and Robert Zemeckis were behind Polar Express. Robert Zemeckis was behind the Uncanny Valley um, Christmas Carol Jim Carrey movie. And so Robert Zemeckis is, has made two Disney-backed Uncanny Valley animated movies. I don't know if this is going to be one of those or if it's going to be live action. If it's live action, Tom Hanks might, I fi- they finally might get me on board with Pinocchio. But if it's yeah. another Uncanny Valley, Polar Express, I'm out. <laughs> I think, I think it'll be better. I think Hollywood has learned a lot since then. I mean, Polar Express came out in 2004, Christmas Carol came out in 2009. That's mm-hmm. when CGI technology was really getting up to speed and they were really testing the bounds of what people liked in their CGI. Yep. We haven't I really guess, seen. I, you make a good point. They haven't really think, made that mistake in a while. Yeah, I think I think they'll they'll learn their lesson. Yeah. So I would say that one. I'm 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 into it. I'm, I'll definitely watch it. Tom Hanks, let's go. I mean, uh, Ro- next, Robert uh, Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis, and Tom Hanks also made Forrest Gump. Right, and Ro- Robert Zemeckis has an incredible track record. We could do a whole episode on Robert Zemeckis. Um, Who framed Roger Rabbit? Contact, Forrest Gump, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah, he's nuts. Um, all right, next up. Sister Act 3, they're bringing Whoopi back. These were not my movies. My sister, one of her favorite movies of all time, or series of all time is Sister Act 1 and 2. Betty Sister loves Act is great. Sister Act is great, dude. I remember watching it and thinking, like, this is dope. So I'll watch this, um, and a lot of people are going to watch this. I think it's going to be really well. 30-year-old high peas. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, this one's for us, for our generation. I love Whoopi Goldberg, but she's a train wreck. Is she? Yeah, she's kind of. Uh, I don't she's know. Sort why. of loopy now. Is she? she I haven't seen these her days. in a while. Yeah. Um, I love Whoopi I Goldberg. Know. I love her. I loved her in Sister Act. I loved her in Star Trek. Dude, Eddie. That that was her peak. Yeah, where she played the coach of the New York Knicks. I love that movie. Oh, All that's right. right. Uh, Next up, the Swiss Family Robinson, um, a reimagining of the classic Disney film about a family shipwrecked on a desert island. I've never seen it. I know nothing about it. I hope Are it's you... live action and not animated. Yeah. I think this Are is you... another one. This is another one. It's so old mm-hmm. that I think this is a good remake. Again, they're remaking actual old movies that I think are ready for new audiences. 
Yeah. I think this is a good choice. Nice. Um, three men and a baby. Uh, sure. I think this is a movie, by the way. I think it's a Disney Plus original movie because it stars Zac Efron. And I think I read somewhere else that it was a movie. Um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Did you ever watch the 80s comedy that it's based on? No. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't have a lot of thoughts on this one. I don't have much thought. I don't have a lot of thoughts on kind of the next two. Uh, Cheaper by the Dozen and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um, okay. I mean, no Steve Martin, no Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah, I think that should just be a rule for sure. Um, one thing that Cheaper by the Dozen does have going for it is Gabrielle Union is set to star in it. Big fan of her. But otherwise, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it looks. I'll wait for the trailer on that one. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um, I know it's a really popular series of books and stuff. I'm sure it'll do well, but it's kind of out of my out of my range a little bit. Um, and then we've got Night at the Museum. Animated. Uh, yeah, so an animated TV show. Is a TV show, I think. Oh no, film. Okay. Um yeah, I I I love these movies. I think so there's I. there's some people that are like see them as just kind of like schlocky, bad, especially like how many sequels they made. They made three of these. I love them. I think they're great. I think Robin Williams is amazing as Teddy Roosevelt. Obviously, we won't get that again, sadly. I think that the the concept is such a cool, magical, um just inspiring imaginative concept. Um so I don't know if we'll see how the trailer looks. I don't know if I'll be watching the animated series, but I think it's a cool idea for sure. I could definitely see a bunch of little boys all over the country really loving this one. Little boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Mike, you've been hounding me about this and like you've been <laughs> asking and asking. And they're fi- yes, they're making it. We have proof now. You can relax about it. Um. I didn't know that, vo- that Simon Pegg did the voice for Buck. Did you know that? Uh, what? This, <laughs> this, the character. Who the hell is Buck? He's a character from Ice Age. There's a picture of him right in front of us. I don't know who that is. I think it's like one of the sequels. He, I think he showed up in like Ice Age Four or something. Uh, made which, four of them. Yeah, I didn't actually see it. I just know I've just seen this guy. You know, the reason I have seen this guy is because someone pointed out that remember in Game of Thrones, the guy with the eye patch that yeah. like the that like kept dying a million times. Yep. Someone pointed out that he looks like this guy and then I could never unsee it. I got oh, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. Simon Pegg's awesome. So I hope I wish him much success. All right. Um, also, I, we while we're going through this, if you guys are jotting down your thoughts, it'd be really fun to hear your guys' takes. Um, and if we get enough opinions, we could do a nice big mailbag segment in the future. So if you want to DM us, if you want to comment on Twitter, you can make you can make any comment and just use hashtag Movie Jungle, and um, we'll we'll search for that hashtag and find it. Um, 
or you can email us at moviejunglepod at gmail.com. But I would love to hear your guys' takes. I'm sure that as we go through this, me and Mike are going to miss things or have weird opinions of this and that. And um, you guys might be yelling at, at your phone while you're listening. And we would yell, yell at us. Write it down. So anyways, uh, we're going to speed through a few things because I'm realizing how long we've been going and how much we have to get to still. Uh, so there's some... Pixar is doing its first animated series, a Cars animated series that's coming in fall 2022. Um, I think that's going to be a massive hit for them, personally. What do you think of that one, Mike? Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll probably be pretty good. Yeah, I think that'll be good. Uh, they're also doing a series based on the dog Doug from Up called Doug Days. Do you uh, it's actually about that movie? Yeah, I agree. It's actually a collection <laughs> of shorts. So those will probably be funny. Uh, next up, we got Pixar make, popcorn. You can't make you can't make a TV show about shorts, Brian. Well, it's <laughs> they already did it. Salute your shorts. Um, <laughs> Pixar popcorn coming to Disney Plus, a collection of mini shorts featuring Pixar characters in all new bite sized shorts. So a bunch more Pixar shorts. That's really cool. Uh, Burrow Spark shorts, more Pixar shorts, 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 shorts. Um, Pixar's first ever. Oh, I guess these were all shorts, so even the Cars one, I think, is shorts, too. Um, however, Pixar is doing a first-ever animated series, and it is going to be called Win or Lose, and it's about a, a middle school softball team. So that'll probably be kind of dope, because Pixar makes good stuff. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they're pretty good. I think Lucas yeah. will probably be down to watch a lot of these. Yeah. All right, Mike, you want to lead us in that we're transitioning to Marvel? You want to take over? Yes, you're, Marvel. You're, okay. Armor <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually this pessimistic. Um, Marvel. <laughs> We've got Armor Wars, which is going to be a TV show, Disney show. Yeah. Um, Starring Don Don Cheadle as War Machine. Yep, that'll probably be kind of dope. Who must It'll face like... happens when Tony Stark Stark's tech falls into the wrong hands again? Again, <laughs> they should have wrote, wrote again there. Um, so it'll be like the movies, like you know, maybe yeah. the movies should have always just been this, <laughs> the Armor Wars, because that's what it is. So that I... looks cool. Yep. Uh, what do we got next? The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That's probably going to be dope. Probably so the only thing on this Marvel list that I'm that I'm legit looking forward to. This is going to yeah. be cool. I'm really excited for this. Like I, I don't know. In our has our generation been given a holiday special that's memorable? Ever? No. Exactly. And it's not that yeah. I really care that it's a holiday special, but I think that James Gunn could do it and i think that the guardians yeah. of the galaxy is the right is 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 the right cast of characters yeah to make it work 100 percent. yeah it's perfect it's perfect i can already see groot covered in string and christmas lights it's gonna be great yep uh what do we got next jeremy renner is hawkeye in hawkeye yeah and he's teaming up with kate bishop played by Haley steinfeld so that'll probably be kind of cool. Live action. How do you feel about Marvel doing sure. all these live action shows that tie into the MCU? 
you want me to be 100 honest i will probably always not lie, to be honest well i will probably not watch any of these <laughs> except the holiday special i will watch the holiday special because that's going to be probably yeah. a single thing yep i would give it a 98 percent chance that i don't watch any of these and that other two percent chances that i maybe watch the first episode of maybe a couple of these Okay, I just cool. I don't watch a lot of series. I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah, I'm so uh, I like watching even even being the co-host of a movie podcast. I don't even watch that many movies, <laughs> but you've seen a lot so far. So it's going to yeah. be a long time before we run out of movies you can talk about. Right. But yeah. <laughs> and you hit the, you hit the big beats still. It's. um. There's something that's just like about the show's. And I do, I do like some serious shows. Like I think we're living in the golden age of long form storytelling from like Game of Thrones uh, and a lot of these other Netflix uh, series. They're like ten episodes long, hour long shows. Yeah. If these are like hour long episodes with great production values and that are only like ten episodes long, that tell that tell like a really impactful story over the series over, over like ten episodes. Yep. or something, then they'll be great. And I probably will watch a lot of them. Yep. What I'm guessing, though, is that these are going to be like 30 or 40 minute episodes that are just really diluted. Yeah. It could be of like I the mean, main content. And if that that I'm not interested in yeah. at all. Yeah, I, I'm zero definitely with interest. You. I'm with you on some of this for sure. For me, it's it's a it's just there's a a TV show just doesn't hit the same way a movie does for me. Like take Armor Wars for example. I imagine that's going to be a ten episode series, forty minute episodes. So that's a lot of content. Why not squish that down to a two hour and twenty minute amazing movie called War Machine? Now I'm in. Now I'm really excited to see a War Machine movie. And you can even call it. You could even just call the movie Armor Wars. Like. I don't know the the, the long form TV stuff. It, it does present opportunities to build out stories and add background and things like that, but it also it almost inevitably comes with drawn out scenes and watered down things, like you said. And so it's it's a double edged sword. But yeah, if it's good, yeah. it'll be really good. If it's got good content, yeah, good budget. If it's got good writing, good production values. Uh, if the stories are done smartly. It'll be good, and yeah. I will look forward to it, and I probably will watch a handful of these. For sure. Um, I'm just, if it just becomes like a 20-episode, half-hour show, I have absolutely zero interest. I'm pretty, I think I've read, like, so for the, um, I want to say for the Scarlet Witch, the WandaVision show, and then I think for the, the Captain, the bucky and falcon show i think those are going to be like six episodes long so i think they're really they're going to be more british style like short form a handful of episodes i don't know if they'll all be like that but i think that's the way the first couple marvel series are going i yeah. think i can handle that if they're gonna do I'm, yeah six i'm more inclined episodes I'm, i like that more i'm more inclined to be interested in that because chances are they'll put more effort into each episode right and so again i think i'm the message here being if the production quality is high we're in yeah, um, if it's if it's if it's closer to the quality of the movies and i'm just worried this is going to be like cw but with superheroes uh, dude you literally took but, the words right out of my mouth i was just about to say that if this just becomes like marvel's version of 
CW's DC universe. Yep. It's just a hard pass. I'll cancel yeah. my I'll cancel my Disney Plus. I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh poor Lucas. Sorry, kid. Uh but the yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. The CW, I used to watch Flash, I used to watch Arrow, I used to watch um Legends of Tomorrow. And then they they started adding a new show every year, and there's like seven CW shows now. And like they added Supergirl, I watched that for two seasons, so I was in it for a while. I put in a lot of time on my and a lot of effort, and honestly, they're pretty good. Like it was a good show. However, twenty something episodes a season of this, and now you're adding a new series every year. I'm the type of person that's not going to watch things in parts. I want to watch it continuously in case there's crossovers and things. I don't want to miss that kind of stuff. And so I just bailed, dude. I like I just stopped a couple years ago, bailed on the CW, not because it wasn't good. Some of it was good, but it was just way too much. It was oversaturated and I couldn't do it. I think so, there's we're, 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 we're that's what I'm worried about with this as well. We are maybe 6% through this Marvel list and I'm already worn out. So okay. like I going. said, they're going to, they're <sighs> yeah, we're beating this. We're beating this to death, but these got to be good. Yeah. If they're good, they'll be good. There's yep. so much here. They can't all be good. Never know. Yeah. But anyway, until the next they, one, until they make a bad Disney Marvel thing, maybe they will all be good. The next one, just right. a series of shorts. Yeah, I am Groot. I think this is a great character to do shorts. Yeah, oh, pro- probably just like a few minutes long. That'll be funny. Yep. Uh, next one. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure who this character is. Iron Ironheart. Sorry, she's Dominique dope. Thorne. She's so cool. She's like a Riri. 14 year old. Yeah, she's a 14 year old um, black girl with an afro. She's awesome looking, and her name is Riri Williams, and she's a super genius that makes her own Iron Man suit essentially, and like becomes the next Iron Man basically. Sweet. Yeah, I'm all in on that one. Next one, uh, Loki. Yep. This this should be cool. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the coolest characters to come out of Marvel. I will say, optimistically, having seen this trailer, they've got some clips in here. The production value does look really good in the trailer, looking back on yeah. it. Yeah. Again, so. this thing, this is either going to be good or it's going to suck. I know that's sort of obvious, but yeah. Um, if they if they put the effort in and they don't draw it out into some big schlog it'll probably it'll probably be pretty good yeah i agree and again uh most evident during these marvel movies but they're actually getting the the, the actors to play their characters rather than getting like tv show knockoffs which is cool it's amazing yeah we're getting <laughs> tom hiddleston back as loki like we're getting don Cheadle as war machine like it's and it's like that for all of this jeremy renner is hawkeye in the show like which I think will that suggests to me that they probably will stick with fewer episodes because they got these big names that can't stick around for these long seasons of filming. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, how about the next one? Marvel Batman. Marvel, Moon Knight's not Batman. He's the closest thing Marvel's got, isn't he? No, I think he's got superpowers. I used to know more about him, but he's got he's got uh, like multiple personality disorder. What do they call it? Dissociative identity disorder. He's got multiple identities that live inside him that are separate characters. It's kind of neat. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so this could this could be pretty cool. I think it's um, probably the most interesting of all the ones we've seen so far. Yeah, I agree. 
I, I think uh, that's that's really really exciting. I'm excited to learn about Moon Knight because I have a really limited knowledge of him, and I know he that wears, it says he here wears, there's a he wears all white and he's got a hood. Yep, it's very cool. Yeah, uh, and it says he's got a backdrop of Egyptian iconography, which I think is really really cool. Um, cool, and then we got a Miss Marvel series coming up. Yeah, um, that's great. Um, brief moment of appreciation for representation. Uh, because there's a Pakistani American girl, and they have a Pakistani American girl playing Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, and um, you know I'm a white man. I I don't feel it, but I know there's going to be little girls all over the world that look like her that get the right message from this. So that's really exciting. And apparently she's a really cool character. She like fits the modern generation really well. She's all about like her social media and her cell phone, and, and but they mix it in there in a cool way. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, I hope it's good. I don't know much about the character. Uh, I know that she has like stretchy powers, like like Mister Fantastic kind of. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I know that yeah. she was like the main. She's the the main like point of view protagonist in the most recent Marvel Avengers video game mm-hmm. that was just absolutely critic bombed. But yeah, the they, character uh... seems cool. It was an absolute trash video game. Yeah, yeah, that 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 did not work for them at all. The next one, hopefully, that, hopefully the game is. Hopefully, this show will be cool. Yeah, I'm sure the show will be good. the The next one, I'm I'm sad to see in the TV show section. I think this deserves like a like a three event, like a three movie, massive arc potentially. What do you think? Secret Invasion. Did you read? Yeah, the I'm comments? fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with this being a show as long as it's okay. done right. Um, okay. I love that Ben Mendelsohn is in it. I'm a big Ben Mendelsohn fan. It's good to see him join the MCU. Dude, ben Mendel, he's back. He was in Captain Marvel. And then Sam Jackson, again, like Mike said earlier, massive names in these TV shows. Yeah. Um, it's a cool It's a cool storyline. It should be dope. Um, I think it would have been cool if Secret Invasion was like the next Avengers like grand story arc. But... I guess we'll yeah. get it as a TV show instead. Yeah. Again, if it's good, it's good. Captain Marvel, like I, I, when it was coming out and we learned there were scrolls and everyone and their mom was talking about how it's going to be the next big story arc. It's going to be Secret Invasion. Who's the scroll? Who's Who's been a liar for the last two Marvel movies? And yeah. then at the end of the movie, they're just like, no, they're our friends. And it's like, whoa, the what? Right. I guess Marvel's so big right now that <laughs> Whatever the next big story arc is going to be, it's probably going to be something original. Yeah. Because everybody is going to be just like hanging on every scene to try to guess what the next one is, trying to For pull sure. from whatever esoteric comic book knowledge there is to figure yeah. out what they're using as inspiration. I bet it'll be something original. Yeah. Which leads me to one just real quick theory. I think that they'll go House of M and they'll bring in mutants through House of M. That's my prediction. I was throwing it out there really, really early. Yeah. Um, the next show I'm actually probably the show I'm most excited for. She Hulk. She Hulk. Yeah. I just think She Hulk's dope, and I think that Marvel, again, if the production like imagine a Hulk show with the special effects and production value of these Marvel films, very dope in my opinion. Very high potential. This could be pretty I'm, dope. I'm I'm generally surprised that they brought back Tim Roth as the Abomination yeah, instead dude. of either recasting him or picking a different bad guy. 
because Tim yeah. Roth is from the Edward Norton Hulk movie, which is yes. fantastic. I like that movie too. The only thing I don't like about that movie is that they tie his transformation to his heart rate rather than his mood. But they other than least, that, at the very uh, least, they heavily imply it, <laughs> like heavily. Like, and I, I I'm pretty sure Bruce Banner. He thought that's what was going on. That was his take on it, not the producer's take on it. I think that was I his take. He thought it was his heart rate. Maybe he comes to learn that it's not later down the road. Bruce Banner is one of the smartest people in the Marvel universe. That's true. He's smart enough to know that it's not tied to his <laughs> fucking heart rate. You're right. You're right. Actually, the only thing overall, really... I don't know if that movie got his genius intellect right overall in that film. Yeah. It's a great right. movie. I really enjoy it. It's really, it was a really big bummer that Tim Roth was... couldn't, come, couldn't come over to the main MCU. Yeah. Dude, I can't remember if it was like scheduling differences or. No, I think it was like I think it was Edward Norton wanted to like write all of his own scenes or something. Yeah, and just difference of creative opinion. But I yeah. think it's surprising that they're bringing back Tim Roth from that movie rather than picking a different bad guy. Well, they've brought back uh, Thunderbolt Ross for a cameo from that movie, so there's a little oh, bit of precedent. Did. That's right. Yeah, Tim um, Roth which, crushed it in that movie. Imagine so. if we get if we get Red Hulk like at the end of the season, Thunderbolt Ross shows up. As, mm-hmm. as red hulk that'd be kind of sick i love yeah. the hulk i love all the hulk stuff i love red hulk i love gray hulk i love abomination i love she hulk i like all the hulk stuff's really cool to me yeah i'm glad that we got in uh end game we got smart hulk that, that was, was the cool. best dude that was so good <laughs> so good god would you want to live forever as smart hulk or would you want to go back to just like having control and hulking out when you want no smart hulk is the is like the perfect it's it's the perfect thing. You have you're you're the smartest person in the universe, and you are the strongest person in the universe. You can't be which killed, is, which is you, great. But like, you can't sit on a airplane. You can't. You don't need to. You can just jump wherever you want to go. Okay, I'm gonna go there. What if what if you fall in love and want to have sex with a woman, Mike? But you're stuck as giant smart hawk. <laughs> I mean, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly the primary reason why I'm like I don't know if I want that life, <laughs> but it's not it's not something that comes up in the movie because they don't they're like we don't need to go there. But right. you uh, find yourself a beautiful alien species and you procreate with them. Problem solved. <laughs> um, you just start feeding you just start feeding gamma pills to every girl you go on a date with. Uh, the ones She-Hulk who survive are dope, <laughs> yeah. Actually, the, the answers are right in front of us. You date She Hulk, right? Actually, aren't they like cousins or something? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That one's coming soon, March. Yeah, I I would. Uh, maybe this is maybe this is controversial. I prefer if it was just Winter Soldier. Me and Anthony Mackie are on. We got bad blood right now. Oh, you're you're beefing with Anthony Mackie, huh? Me and Anthony Mackie are beefing right now. What's up? What happened? He did he did so poorly. In the second season of Altered Carbon, that Netflix canceled it. So him and I are beefing hard. Oh no, Anthony! <laughs> Why well, you got to do this to Mike? <laughs> That's fair. I mean, as as just like their character, Falcon to me is way more interesting than uh, Bucky, just because he's. Eh, maybe that's not true. I like so his. It, I like, Bucky's got like a pretty Falcon. interesting backstory. He does. At least, really at does. least in the. We don't really know what Winter Soldiers or what the Falcons is. He was just like he was like a injured vet, right? That's all we know about him. Yeah, he's a vet that has a flight suit that's like obviously very good at using it and very good at fighting and tactical skills out the out the butt. But um, 
I will say this. This is what I think I'm meaning to say when I started to say he's mercing. Picturing the Captain America version of Falcon is way more interesting to me than picturing Bucky as Captain America. Because Bucky as Captain America is metal arm Captain America. It's the same thing. But Falcon as taking over the mantle of Captain America is an awesome, like, flying version of Captain America. I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll trade it off. Maybe they'll each be like take on that mantle from time to time. Yeah, maybe. I, I I'm not really interested in in like a Winter Soldier Captain America. I just find the character Winter Soldier just interesting. I'd yeah. be fine with just a Winter. Like if they did, it'd be cool. They wouldn't like Disney wouldn't do this because it'd be a bad guy show. But <laughs> <laughs> watching, watching, they made uh, Maleficent watching a winter soldier show back when he was like still like a Russian asset being used to assassinate people. That'd be <laughs> that kind of dope. That would be kind of dope. <laughs> that would be pretty dope. I, I want this show. I want them to, I want them to him and him and Falcon to just be like sitting at a, like a McDonald's eating some fries and shit. And then some little kid just says like locomotive and then, or whatever the word is, <laughs> and just snaps winter soldier into a killer again. <laughs> Red jelly bean popsicle. Yeah, <laughs> he just sees red, starts killing everyone. All right, uh, WandaVision. Uh, that one's coming in hot, January 15th. That's the one we've been hearing about for the longest time. So, yeah, that's the next, that's the yeah. first one that comes out. Uh, look, looking, looking forward to that one. Interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm going to actually look it up real quick. Um, again, I, I try not to look up things that derailed the show too much, but I want to see if I can find the number of episodes. Cause I feel like that information would already be out. Right. Let's um, see. Well, it says right here in the little blurb, right? Wanda and vision are two super powered beings living idealized suburban lives, but begin to suspect everything is not as it seems. Ooh, Brian, you might not like this one. It could be, uh, it could be all head games. I know, dude, I'm really nervous about it. <laughs> it's not going to be real. It's not going to exist. And I'm going to be like, they're all going to be like, just plugged into the matrix the whole time. Yeah, what a waste of my time. Um, <laughs> six episodes. So, you know, they're keeping true to their word with this one. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I think it looks really good, though. And I think there was um, some cool casting in this one, too. What's this next one? What if? What is this? Oh, Animated. You know what this is? Reimagining famous events from the films in unexpected ways. Marvel Studios' first anime series focuses on different heroes from the MCU feature, blah, 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 blah. So, dude, What If is a series of comics that literally just, like, they'll be like, okay, what if instead of Bruce Banner getting gamma radiated, what if Peter Parker got gamma radiated and he was, like, Spider-Hulk? Or, like, like all those wild ideas that fans always have and that we, like, joke about and talk about. Like, you're looking at Peggy Carter as, like, Captain British lady, Captain England in the picture. Like... So it just it's it's literally what it is. There it's each each story I believe is a one-off adventure of like what would happen, you know, if Tony Stark was born in Russia instead of America or stuff like that. So it's like I think it's really cool actually. And Maybe. the art style is, the art style is kind of neat. Yeah. So All right. And now we're anyways. on to Star Wars. Wait, hold on. Can I do a can I do a segue? Sure. Star Wars segue. What is the what is the what's the Star Wars outro? Can we just skip to that and just skip over this section? 
that was great brian what's next (laughs) nobody hates star wars like star wars fans um all right first off we got a droid story okay sure uh it's a it's an animated series about r2 and c3po you know i am just i am ready for disney to just beat me to death with all of my favorite brands they are. You're just in an alley, and they've got a baseball bat that says <laughs> Star Wars and Marvel on it. Yeah. And you, you're, you'll soon be dead. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. I'm not particularly excited about it. Uh, what about Andor, the live-action Star Wars series uh, that follows Cassie and Andor from your beloved Rogue One film? Uh, what about this? Is it weird knowing how he dies and when he dies? Does that make it less interesting or maybe not? No, not at all. Okay. So you in on this one then? Well, I mean, I'll see if it's good. I yeah. like, I'm not, my interest isn't peaked at all. Yeah. I like the character in Rogue One. Um, it would have been cool to get a little more backstory from it. So it'll be cool to see what this is like. So he, his character <sighs> does like a lot of dirty work for for the rebellion. I mean, his first scene in Rogue One is him getting information off of a guy and then just killing him in cold blood so he could get away, make a clean getaway. Yeah. yeah. And not get caught. So we know yeah. that he will do like he's some effed up character. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's dark. He's willing to do effed up things for the rebellion. Right. So this could be cool. Kind of see what's the underbelly an underbelly of the rebellion like. That's what um, you kind of bring up. What I think will be interesting about this is, is like a, a weekly glimpse at the bottom level of the galaxy type of stuff, potentially. Like, what's it like for some of the low level scumbags and normal people that live in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. Might be kind of cool to see. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That's looking like it's coming in 2022. Um, next up, we've got. Ahsoka, which we can't. I mean, you're being spoiled a little bit right now because I don't know if you already knew that that she showed up in Mandalorian, but um, I'm freaking pumped like crazy for this one. This one I'm, I'm very excited for. I, I appreciate Ahsoka a lot from the uh, Star Wars Rebels and her brief appearances, or from her brief appearance in Star Wars Rebels and from Clone Wars. So I love the character of Ahsoka. I think she's a really interesting, really dope, amazing character that deserves her own show, no question. So for me, I'm just most excited for the rest of the world to catch up and like appreciate Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. That should be good. I think I've only watched like the first two and a half seasons of Clone Wars. I don't remember a lot of it. And I it's which is saying something because I just watched those two seasons like earlier this year. It's not linear either. Like it'll, they'll give you like a storyline that takes place at this time period, and then it'll be like, "Oh, here's two episodes that took place five years before that," but without really telling you, like without really posting right at the beginning of the episode when it was taking place. They just kind of bounce around chronologically. Yeah. <clears throat> if anyone does want to watch the Clone Wars, skip season one altogether. That's my advice. Um, I would say, yeah, very, very excited for Ahsoka. Um, where are you at in your Mandalorian viewing, by the way? This is actually a testament to Mike's lukewarm attitude towards TV shows because Mandalorian is the season one was good, season two is great, 
And where are you at right now? Uh, I'm still, I think I've only seen still up to like uh, episode two of season two. Okay. So you are, you are just starting season two. So you're not too far behind. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah. Season two, the the last few episodes are just insane. Um, Really, really good TV. Some of the best TV I think I've seen in a long time. Uh, Okay. How about that? Okay. I think you might be, this might be your favorite Star Wars thing, right? The Obi-Wan Kenobi series. This one I'm ready for. With Ewan McGregor coming back and Hayden Christensen reprising his role as Darth Vader. Full-blown Darth Vader. This one I'm ready for. It's cool they're bringing back Hayden. I don't know why, because he's been wearing a mask the whole time. Well, <laughs> it's not going to be him. It's not going to be him voicing it. You don't think it will? <laughs> I mean, maybe through like a heavy synthesizer. I mean, James Earl Jones is just... still alive. True. <laughs> he's in. The, he's in the new Coming to America movie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I would uh, say, but, but no, I'm looking. I am looking forward to this. I. I mean, this is the one we've been hearing about for the longest time. I. I think yeah. they were talking about a Kenobi show before. Before we even heard about Mandalorian. Oh, way before. Yeah. Um, before. So this one, this one I have been preparing my body for for a long time. So I'm willing yeah. and open for this. Yeah. Disney has hurt me before. They hurt me real bad with the sequels. They, they hurt a lot of people. You know, Mandalorian has been okay so far. So I'm ready. I am opening myself up. I'm ready to be hurt again. If they hurt me again, yeah. like we're done. We're breaking up for good. <laughs> Well, you can't break up with Disney, but you can break up with Star Wars. No. Because <coughs> if, if you leave if, Disney, if, you're just, you know, what are you going to watch? PBS? Monday Night Football? What do you got left? Well, I mean, No, they, that's on ESPN. Disney owns that. Yeah, and Disney also owns ABC, which is like the other half of the football games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next series, uh, Lando. Um, this one's interesting. I'm... I don't see anywhere on here if this is going to be um, what's his face? Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, not Donald Glover. What's his name? Glover. I'm an idiot. I have a movie podcast. Uh, but anyways, he's he's coming back. I, I don't know if he's coming back as Lando or not. I assume he is. Yeah. Um, but the Dear White People got incredible reviews. From it was a phenomenal show. I watched the movie and it was really, really good. So, appears to be in good hands. Is it a story you care about, though? Is the question. Do you care about Lando just living his life? Living now, his this is another life? one of those like, who is this for? Is this just yeah. for people who want to watch uh, Glover as Lando? Or just yeah. people who are like really interested in Lando. Like Lando's a cool character. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Yeah, I think that he's a great, he's a fantastic support character. Yeah. I think so. We're we're actually moving through the list pretty good. We only have a few left. I've got some pretty bigger thoughts that just apply to all of Star Wars. I'll save those for after we cover the next what three, four things? Four things left for Star Wars. Um, but Lando falls under that umbrella. Um, so this next one says a new live action series from executive producers, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Um, for those that don't know, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are behind the Mandalorian, um, called Rangers of the New Republic. That intrigues me. But what is it though? It's going to be like, like Top Gun, a Star Wars Top Gun TV series. That's what I'm expecting. 
Rangers of the New Republic. So New Republic, so this is going to take place after episode six. Yes. So who are the Rangers and what are they doing? Are they tracking down like remnants of the Empire? Are yeah. they trying to bring law and like Republic law and order to the outskirts of the New Republic? Probably uh, both. Are they tracking down smugglers? Could be interesting. Probably that too. I, I'm willing to bet all three of those things you just said happen in the first season. <laughs> like I think they're gonna track down some remnants. I think they're gonna Im- try to like um Im- institute or what am I trying to say? Put in some law, put some laws into place, and try probably try to stop a smuggler. I guarantee you, those three things all happen in the first season of this show. I think um, with um so with a, so with Ahsoka and Lando, are those supposed to take when? Do, like when do those take place? Is Ahsoka supposed to take place in between three and four, or after six? Ahsoka takes place. I assume it'll take place like at the same time as the Mandalorian, which is between three and four, right? No, Mandalorian takes place after six. Oh, it does, doesn't it? So between six and seven. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I imagine that probably is my guess also, on that. And then Obi Wan Kenobi will be between three and four. Between for three sure. and four. I knew that. Yeah, we know that. And then Lando will be between. Three and four, probably. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, but this one, this, I don't know. There's not that much info here on it. I'm excited, though. How about a series of animated short films? Are you excited about random random animated Star Wars short films? Celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators, the anthology collection will bring 10 fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios offering a fresh and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. That could be cool. Star Wars visions. I remember like when, uh, when the second and third Matrix movies were coming out, they came out with the Animatrix, which was like the same thing, but Matrix shorts. And there was, uh, it was a bunch of different anime stylings on Matrix, like short stories surrounding the Matrix. Like you get yeah. a, you get a. Uh, did you watch it? No, I never did. You you, you always get, recommended it though. You said you really liked it, and you said that you, it gives you backstory that helps a lot. Yeah, you get a little bit. Of, you get like a the origin story for Trinity. You get origin story for the kid, that like annoying kid that just chases around Neo like a puppy dog and Zion. Yeah, um, you get a bunch of other stories. It's really cool. So this could be something like that. That could be kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, I think there'll be some like it sounds like it'll be one-off episodes that won't won't tell an overarching story. And I think that'll be cool. And some of them you'll be like, that was so sick. And some of them will just be okay. Uh, next up, we ha- <coughs> we have a Star Wars series called the Acolyte. A mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Of the High Republic, the High Republic era. So what does going, that mean? Are we going? Are we going to the time machine to the way way back? I are honestly hope so. Like, are we talking like that's the case? The High Republic. Wait, I'm just gonna Google. Should I know what the High Republic is? Because I know what the Old know. Republic is. Does Chenzo listen to our show? No. Okay, cool. Then you won't scream at us. Uh, High Republic era. Let's see here. 
Because I know what the old Republic is, and I know what. 200 years before the events of the Skywalker saga and 800 Mm. years after the fall of the old Republic. So So they're just making shit up now. Yeah. This just vaulted itself into the things I'm most excited about because I'm just kind of sick of being anywhere near the Skywalker saga. Like it's just, it's, this is what I was going to say earlier is like star Wars is, it's just such a, like a large scale, magical interesting thing and when you take that thing and break it down and explain every single gap along the way it you just kind of maybe dilute it with our every little yeah spin-off series and prequel and you know I just let I, it be an epic story yeah i think that sediment really encapsulates my whole just just generic pessimism towards pretty much everything on this list. Yeah. Except for Kenobi. Cause I've been stuck for Kenobi for a while. Like what yeah. has that old man been doing <laughs> yes. that whole time? <laughs> That's different. That's something we want to know. That's 30 years of questions that I have yeah. <laughs> like that, that. There's a lot there that we want to know. Um, and this, I think this, I, this one based on the title, it didn't get me excited at all. But now that I read that and I know it's taking place 200 years early, I'm actually really excited for this one now. Yeah, this could be cool. I wish they had gone all in and gone for the older public, but this could still be pretty cool. I think they're saving older public for like a film franchise. That's my that's what my money says. Probably. I think yeah. yeah. So the next thing up is the the Clone Wars Bad Batch, which is based on the group of awesome messed up clones from the Clone Wars TV show. I think it'll be potentially interesting. I don't know how many seasons of it I could do though. Yeah, it should be cool. I like the idea of it. Um, I think this, well, my only ne- like slightly negative thing, it's not really negative, but I think this was a missed opportunity to go live action. I agree with you. That would be so cool to have this live action. Yeah. Yeah. This would be perfect for that too. Cause I think while Clone Wars is thoroughly cemented in uh, animation, I think yeah. that if they were going to make the jump to, to live action, this would have been it. Yep. Like a small, scrappy squad like Kelly's Heroes slash Dirty Dozen meets Star Wars would yep. have been, I think, would have been dope and would have worked well. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, we'll see. Um, and then the last thing in this article, and then there's there's actually, we actually missed a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we just we just realized. Yeah, we were looking at the wrong article. Yeah, so that we'll 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 come we'll circle back on some things. But the last thing in this article is. Um, a Willow film. Remember, remember Willow with, with War. Yeah. Do I remember Willow? Are you, you're a Willow fan then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, you could just say I'm a Willow like, fan. <laughs> you remember Lord of the Rings, bro. Don't compare Willow to Lord of the Rings. Do you even, do you even mad Mardigan? All right. Let me ask you a question. Would I like Willow? Cause I've never seen it. Yes, you would. You would like Willow. You would 100 okay. percent like Willow. It's okay. got Warwick Davis. But as I far as I'm like concerned, him. no Val Kilmer. No Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Yeah, no Val Willow. Kilmer. Okay, well then this is 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 Mad Martin going to be in this? I don't know who that is. I assume the character played by Val Kilmer. But yeah. Brian, go watch Willow. <laughs> I want to watch Willow and Kilmer go to White Castle. Just, Brian, you have to watch Willow before the next time we podcast. I want to talk okay. about it. Okay, okay, I will. I latched on to your pronunciation of Kilmar or Kilmar too much. Kilmer. Um, anyways, Val Kilmer, so coolest Willow's man of the 1990s. In. He's very cool. 
All right, so let's talk about what we missed. All right, I got some things. Let's here. talk about. A, <coughs> how do, we, how do you want to break it down? Do, we're gonna race through uh, some of it, and then I'm gonna, we're gonna slow down for the stuff that's a big deal. Look, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start at the top, and I'm gonna scroll down. And I'm past the Disney logo. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna start calling stuff out as I miss. Beautiful. It looks like National Geographic's coming out with a lot of neat content that I'm actually pretty excited about. Yep, I'm into it. Uh, I'm not going to go over it individually, but it looks cool. Like Chris Hemsworth is doing something. Yeah. Will Smith is doing something. Celebrities hiking around the world in wide shot, 1080p. Very dope. 40K. It's going to be cool. <laughs> 40K. <laughs> so many Ks, Mike. <laughs> oh, man. You know you know what's smart is that they skipped 3K. I'm glad they skipped 3K because you can't you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, what uh, what's, what uh, else? Yeah, what else we missed? You said that um, sunny, this, 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 always sunny was getting a ninety first season, ninety first and ninety second season or something. Always, always sunny is officially going to be like the longest live action sitcom in history, getting four more seasons. That makes me happy. Actually, um, I, don't, I don't watch it, but I want to someday. Tara Lynn is pretty stoked for this. Handmaid's Tale has been renewed for a fifth season before its fourth season aired. Saw that coming. That show's um, killing it with the numbers. It is. Uh, TL's all in on that. So is Betty. They, she loves it. Um, let's see. Something that makes me want to throw my podcasting microphone through my monitor <laughs> is that they are going to be making a television series adaption of Alien. And just <laughs> horror TV shows just never work. They don't work. They never work. The Alien it's franchise stupid. is the ultimate example. That and Terminator. Alien and Terminator are the perfect example of... Just discovering new ways to fail. Like if you want, yeah, if stop. you want to find a new way to fail, let's just ask them what they're doing next. Because and I, it's Those sad because, have been the, getting... because they're they deserve better. They both deserve much better. Alien was great. Aliens was still good. Yep. And then they started getting worse. Yep. Alien versus and then Alien versus Predator was good. We don't talk about the second one. And then uh, what was the um. What was the first of the new trilogy? What was that one called? Um, oh, uh, uh, really, really white people. Prometheus. There it is. That's the actual title. Prometheus. That wasn't bad. Could have been better, but it wasn't. It was. It was alright. Yeah, it was alright. And then the next one was awful. <laughs> yep. It was a series of the dumbest people. The dumbest people in history flying a spaceship to an alien planet. Leave uh, it yeah. alone. Yeah, I think. Yeah, just, just don't touch it. Alien it's is a perfect thing, thing to get. Make your own years. movie. Yeah, I agree. Make your own movie. <laughs> All right. Um, before you do throw your mic, what's next? Oh, how about the uh, the, ne- the next installment of Indiana Jones? Whatever, dude. I'm the opposite. I'm over the roof excited. For- I'm so excited. I love Indiana Jones so dang much. They have not. It's pretty. They yeah. have not uh, led me too far astray. I think that Crystal Skull had left some things. Uh, left me wanting certain things and wasn't perfect, but I don't think it's complete garbage. I just think it has a couple of scenes that completely ignore physics. I don't mind the aliens take on it. A lot of people hate that there's aliens. In that movie I think is really cool. I just really don't. Yeah, it's not a bad. The the fridge. It, it's really not a bad movie. The, if you take out the fridge scene where he flies through the air in a fridge that would have turned anyone else into a milkshake, and then he just gets out. That. Get rid of that scene and get rid of uh, Shia LaBeouf swinging through the trees like a monkey. That movie goes up two full two points out of ten 
on every rating scale across the cinematic world. Those yeah, two I scenes think, hurt that movie so much. I think you told me something that I thought was highly controversial a few years ago mm-hmm. that almost ended our friendship. And that was that oh, Crystal God. Skull was better than um, <laughs> fucking what the second one was. Yeah. Yeah. The second and, one that you love so much that you don't know the name of. Temple of Doom. There the it is. Doomy Temple. <laughs> yeah. And then I rewatched the Temple of Doom, and the beginning <laughs> of it is great. The beginning of it's fantastic, no question. And the Kalima bit is is great, and yeah. then it's not great for it's not great. for all of it. Yeah, it's a really bad. It's really bad actually. But the first one and the third one are amazing. Yeah, the other take I have that will not be popular. It's not a popular take for um, Christians. However, there are people that would find the cup of Moses. You know the the whole the the cup of what? Sorry, the <laughs> cup of Christ, the the know, Holy Grail, the Holy Grail. <laughs> there are people that would that find the Holy Grail just as unbelievable and impossible as aliens. So the, for the people that are like, you can't do aliens. This is about artifacts that are that really exist. I want well, not you know. Some people are just to think, find them equally believable. So. I don't fair so much. I don't know if it was so much that as in like he 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 searches for historical artifacts. Yeah. And and aliens are not are are not that. But those I guess ones, it was like an alien are. Art, it, it was yeah with aliens tied to an artifact. So it's so it's still kind of yeah. Those ones were that, artifacts. That was that was that was like this. <coughs> the alien things never really bothered me much about that. Yeah. I just for uh, me it's the um, physics issues in that movie. Uh, what else? We I'm got? fine. I'm happy that Shia LaBeouf's not going to be a part of it. Yeah, I, he, I he honestly kind of, I really love him as an actor. Still, I saw. Do you see Peanut Butter Falcon? That movie's incredible. He's a fantastic actor. He's a little crazy, but he's, he's just he's just, he was just you, you distracting in that him. movie. You can't lean on him for something like that anymore, though. He's just going to make his weird indie projects because if you try to put him in a major franchise, he's going to fire a cat into outer space, and everyone's going to hate him again. Like he's just gonna yep. do something off off the wall. Um, let's see. There is a untitled Star Wars feature film by Taika Waititi. I'm all the way in. I'm I'm literally all the way in on that. Regardless, he's yeah. Taika Waititi's never made a bad movie. He's great. He's cool. I just, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. I'm excited because like what the one the Thor movie he made was great. Yeah, and it was hilarious. I don't want a hilarious Star Wars movie. I want like uh, one that has got comedy in it. Right. Yeah, we'll but see. But I think you'll do great. We'll see. I mean, if it's so if it's the same balance of action as comedy as Thor Ragnarok, will that be too funny for you? Or do you think you could do that? Thor Ragnarok is a comedy movie with action in it. All right. Well, I want I want I want a sci-fi movie with comedy in it. That's just I'm fine with I'm just i'm fine with jokes okay <laughs> like they're, they're like they're like there are jokes in the original trilogy han solo makes jokes all the time but i don't want i don't want like i don't want the i don't want the script to just be like leading up into one-liners you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. which I got you. which which thor ragnarok was full of one-liners like i know yeah. him from work yeah like, it's a hilarious <laughs> line but yeah it's funnier if they didn't put that one in the trailer <laughs> that one should not have been in the trailer because it was a really good moment you know yeah. Or like, or, you're or right, like, uh, you're right. You're 100 like right. the rock, the rock guy, like piss off ghost. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> Absolutely so hilarious. 
That's absolutely hilarious. But You're right though, you know, that is a comedy. That's a comedy. It's a total comedy show. Yeah. Um, for me, tone is important. So as long as it matches yeah. us the general Star Wars tone, which I'm sure it's, I'm sure it will. Yeah, he's reliable. What else? What else do you want to? I want to talk. I want to. I got there. I got some Disney stuff we missed. I would like to cover. But is there anything non-Disney before that? Uh, not oh, that I see. And we've got. We haven't talked about any of the Marvel movies, so we could talk about the Disney movies and then the Marvel movies. And I think that'll be it, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you why don't you handle the, the Disney movies? All right. So the Disney movies, uh, turning red. So it's a Pixar movie. It's the next like big Pixar movie. Um, I'm actually kind of excited for this just because here's the, here's the prompt for it. Hold on. Where did, where did I find it? So uh, in turning red fans will meet may she experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager with an added twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. <laughs> That's awesome. That's why the panda has the same dumb smile as the kid. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. You, guys, you gotta you gotta look up Pixar Turning Red to see the movie poster if you haven't already. Uh, I think that looks fantastic. Uh, the other Pixar film that we did not talk about that I'm actually so excited for, Lightyear. Now, you've probably all if you guys have listened to any movie talk about this, you already know what I'm about to say. But this is a movie about the actual Buzz Lightyear movie character that exists within Toy Story. So it's not so about... this is like, this is a movie about... about it's so this about is a movie about the Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. This is a movie about the Buzz Lightyear Buzz Lightyear believes Buzz Lightyear is. Exactly. This is a movie about the real Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> not the toy. Not the toy. And it's played by Chris Evans, voiced by Chris Evans, which I can already picture him doing a very awesome Buzz Lightyear. And I think this is going to be better than any of the other Toy Story films we've got in a long time. All right. I'm in now. Yeah, I'm all in on that. Uh, one. Um, I think. Oh, and then we've got uh, Raya <coughs> and the Last Dragon, which is absolutely gorgeous looking. Um, which sure looks was, cool. But I thought yeah. that Disney learned their lesson about charging $30 for a premium movie. So it's probably going to fail until well, it just I goes mean, to a regular Disney price. Yeah, I don't care if it fails or not. I didn't watch. I didn't give him 30 bucks for Mulan. I'm about to watch that with Betty like in the next week for free. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's fine. I'm not going to give you $30 for that. I'm not going to give you 30 bucks for this. No, like that's just not um, the type of movie I'll pay 30 for. But I mean, there's a lot of parents when Raya drops, they're going to sell a lot of that. Like to, they're going to sell it to a lot of parents, not to mention the added bonus of just padding its catalog to get more subscribers. Uh, <laughs> Lucas is very used to this. Now he'll want to watch a show or a movie and we'll look mm -hmm. for it on demand. And it's like, four dollars to rent yeah like we can afford four dollars but we don't sure. want to We're like oh no we can't watch it yeah so he's just like well that's just the way the world is i guess we'll wait <laughs> yes we'll watch something else that's good he's prepared <laughs> for real life um, um there's also upcoming movie jungle cruise and cruella so cruella uh look not interesting to me because she's irredeemable piece of garbage like she's like you can make all these movies about all these villains and they're like Oh, Maleficent. She's she's got some redeeming qualities, or like she's just a badass woman. Cruella Maleficent a, has zero redeeming qualities. She's a hell of a lot better than Cruella Deville. If you're killing puppies, you're irredeemable. Period. Like there's yeah. just yeah. I don't know what the heck this movie is gonna be, but you know, Look, if I, you can make a movie, if you can make a movie about Cruella making her heel turn into a puppy skinning fur wearer. 
you can make a TV show about the Winter Soldier assassinating people for the Russians. Exactly. All I'm saying. Good point, Mike. Uh, uh, we're getting a prequel to The Lion King. Why? We're getting The yeah. Little Mermaid. That I'm excited Why? for. No, I'm excited for that. So I'm falling into their trap, dude. I'm such a sucker. So The Lion King prequel, I have no comments on. I'm sure. I bet it'll actually be better than The Lion King because it'll be a new story. Yeah, well, we're, again, they won't we're be just going to be looking at. Though. They're not going to be. Yeah, we're going to still be looking at <laughs> fucking cats giving dramatic lines. Did you ever see? They're cats? so dumb. <laughs> Would you watch Cats? The like the, the terrible movie Cats. Would you if watch it, it? Yeah, I would. For the podcast. Just, of, just for funsies. I okay. would totally watch it. I want you to watch Cats because I really want to talk about it with you because I saw it in theaters. <laughs> wow. Um, I saw it in theaters as a joke. Like me and my friend Stanley were like, as let's, a joke. let's go laugh at this garbage movie. It's going to be so much fun. And it was absolutely one of the more fun times I've had in a theater. Uh, the last Disney movie, I think, is Jungle Cruise. I'm, again, so hyped for this. It's Disney. It's Jungle. It's The Rock. I'm in. Never heard of it. Oh, well, now you have. Uh, it's it like takes place in like the 40s or 30s or something, it looks like. And it take it stars The Rock, and it's a movie based um, on the Jungle Cruise ride. Which, by the way, I've been saying for years, it's the number one ride I want updated at Disney. If I could pick any ride for Disney to pour another 50 million dollars into making amazing again, it's Jungle Cruise because I think that ride is really cool, but it's so outdated that it's it's actually crazy how outdated it is. It's literally still racist. <laughs> All right, let's power through these Marvel movies. Oh, wait, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Hold on, real quick, sorry. One last, I actually forgot the film Encanto. Uh, it's a Disney movie with with uh, music by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And there's some decent hype around it. I didn't want to leave that one out. There might, you know, We'll get comments. We'll get wait, tons of comments about it. So, sorry, do your thing, Marvel movies. Marvel movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum, <laughs> Quantumania. Should be cool. Actually, yeah. have not seen the second Ant-Man and the Wasp. I need to I need to watch that. Give it a go, mate. Give it a go. I'm sure they'll be good. They're, Marvel's going to try third third time around for Fantastic Four. <laughs> I'm sure they'll get it right this time. It's in no way a cursed franchise. Don't even put that out there. It's not cursed. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Because I would, I honestly don't care about the Fantastic Four, but they do have great bad guys. I would love some do- some MCU Doctor Doom, dude. That would be give me epic. some MCU Doctor Doom. That's all I care about. I do Fantastic think Four they would do Doctor can go Doom Fantastic right. Fuck itself. Doctor Doom would Doctor be like Doom. a multi movie villain if if they do him. I guarantee it him. would. He is a he is a main Marvel villain. He's not just a Fantastic. And Marvel. he's an incredible villain in every sense of the definition. Like his personality, his charisma. He has a really interesting backstory. His weapons and powers are really cool. His costume looks incredible. And he's incredibly smart. He's, he's incredibly almost smart. As smart as Reed Richards. Reed Rich- yeah, for sure. As Reed, Reed uh, Richards is canonically the smartest, right? He's number one. I think okay. him and Hank Pym, I think, are technically the smartest. Okay. I know that T'Challa is like seventh on the ranking list that I saw. Was that what it was? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Black Widow should be cool it'll be interesting it'll be fun to watch a marvel movie for somebody who's not super powered yep um shang chi and the legend of the ten rings i really don't know what that movie is going to be about but i'm looking forward to it same i feel the same exact way uh eternals i don't remember what the eternals are i should know that so those are people that live on the moon 
No, yeah, those no, are, no, 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 no. No, those are somebody else. Yeah, that's those are the, the that's the Inhumans. The Inhumans. The yeah, Inhumans so, are the ones that live on the moon. Yeah, that that yeah. We, we're gonna have a nice long break from them after that TV show, but um, that's Eternals. Right, that's the, yeah, it was horrible. The Eternals looks very sick and very large scale cosmic craziness. So we'll it'll be which, interesting to go from like uh, Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals. Like it's gonna be a huge jump. It'll be cool. I would love to see um I know that we have Guardians of the Galaxy and that's sort of the like the outer space franchise for yeah. this, for Marvel. But I hope that when when they eventually bring the X-Men in that the X-Men goes outer space because outer, the X-Men have a fantastic plethora of history in the cosmos with uh, like Gladiator, yeah, and the Shi'ar and stuff like that. There's, I think, there's a lot of neat content there, dude. We could get Beta Ray Bill, um, yeah, because there's I, so much. Because the existing, the like the existing superhero bunch has Earth on lock. Yeah, we don't need more like Earth. I think that I think that it'd be cool to get to get the X Men out in outer space for sure. I agree, 100. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. All in on that. I love Doctor Doctor Strange is one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yep. I hope I hope we get. Do you know some... like definitively who your favorite Marvel character is? Is it Captain America? No, it's not Captain America at all. Um, I don't have a favorite. I like Doctor Strange. Uh, I like Four. a lot of the X Men. Yeah. Uh, just like X Men in general as a brand is probably my favorite. Yeah. But I like Doctor Strange. I like Thor. Um, I like the Silver that, Surfer. Yeah, gosh, Silver Surfer, Marvel Silver. It'd be Surfer. cool. That's gonna be so we Marvel might, Galactus. Oh, it'd be interesting to see if uh they bring Silver Surfer back either for Fantastic Four or Doctor Strange. Silver Surfer did show up in some Doctor Strange comics. That'd be sick. I'm in. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder will probably be super hilarious. Another comedy. Uh, um, it'll be what's her face had just, sworn yeah. off coming back to yeah, Natalie Portman. Yeah, Natalie Portman sworn off Marvel movies because she didn't like how her character is being treated. So I guess they decided to just make her Thor, and <laughs> she's too. back in it. <laughs> I love back it. In. <laughs> she got so lucky. Like she was like, no, this character you don't care about this character, and this movie was really underwhelming. The second Thor movie, yeah. um, which super super talented fair, actress, totally yeah. wasted in her totally two movies, wasted. and so she pieces out. Yeah, and which, they're like, well, I can't blame. What her. if we just make you Thor? Yeah, you want to be Thor, and you want to be in a Taika Waititi movie, and she's like, "Of course I do." <laughs> Duh, I imagine you're right. It was we easy didn't. To we didn't. It's like you're right. We didn't respect your character enough, so we're just going to yeah. make you. Thor. We owe the corrections and new direction of the whole MCU to Natalie Portman. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it'll like, be. Inter- I'm sure it'll be good. I um, yeah, I'm pumped about that one. The logo. It's uh, the best logo I think in all of everything we've talked about. I think that the Thor Love and Thunder logo is so beautiful. Miss opportunity to bring Beta Ray Bill into the MCU. He might be in that movie. Um, yeah, but uh, that'll be good. Black Panther two, that'll be cool. They've confirmed that they're not going to recast Black Panther. Yeah, which I, I uh, totally think is the right move. I think both moves would be right because, from on one hand, T'Challa is a hero to little to people everywhere, especially little black kids all over the world. Look at T'Challa as a hero they can look up to. And so to not keep him in the films, I can see people criticizing that. 
but also you can't criticize respecting a guy that we recently lost and at least giving people time to breathe, you know, and maybe we'll get an alt. Someone suggested a, an alternate universe version of T'Challa shows up later if they want to bring him back with a new, a new cast member playing him. But yeah, I think it's, it's a, it's a, you're, you're fine either way. And Shiri has been the black Panther multiple times in the comics. So yeah. if they go it's that important. route, I'm in. It's important to remember the black Panther is a title, not a person. Very true. So it, there could you don't have to recast that T'Challa yeah. to have another Black Panther. Could be Shuri. Could be M'Baku. He was helping out yeah. in the last battle. He would be a really cool Black Panther. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel 2. I really hope it's a lot better than Captain Marvel 1. Captain Marvel 2 will be very big in cosmic. So that'll be a nice another one. Like, we need a handful of these big cosmic Marvel movies, and I think that will be one for sure. I just hope it's good, though, because the first one was this started off pretty cosmic. I guess it, it was most of the movie, I guess, did take place on Earth, but yeah, it wasn't very good. It sort of fell flat. It felt it it felt like it went by really quick looking back at it. I was yeah, like, they Whoa. sort of like, like they I think, wanted I don't know why that movie existed in the first place. It felt formulaic a little bit. Like it, it, I it, thought Yeah, they did. They followed the Marvel formula to yeah. a T and they skipped right to the heroic right. payoff. Right. Which Marvel is really good at giving you that heroic payoff, but they're also really good at giving you that buildup so that that payoff really lands. Right. But they didn't really give her that buildup. It's sort of like, yeah, just skipped right to the payoff. <laughs> well, and they used an old formula, right? We've been watching Marvel movies. By the time that one came out, it was it had been 10 years since Iron Man 1. The, you need a new formula. You can't just go back to old reliable and try to use the same thing like we're we're as a movie going audience like we're used to this now we're not as impressed by this exact type of hero's journey yeah it seemed like they really wanted to force that movie in before endgame Mm -hmm. because they just really wanted her character to be in endgame but i think i think they they could have done without her in endgame and just start introducing her now yeah or they could have introduced her in endgame like just sure. have have her show up in Endgame and like do something that shows her insane level of power that she has to really intrigue audiences, and then you take your time and make a more interesting um, story with her, where you get bits of her backstory while she goes goes around punching planets. But um, and the the last one on here, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, James Gunn coming back. It's not going to be good. <laughs> no. Yeah, poor poor guy. That's gonna be terrible. Um, yeah, very excited for that one. Huge Guardians fan. Um, love both of the first two. Um, oh, and Blade. We skipped Blade. I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Blade. Yeah. That should be good. Mahershala Ali coming in as Blade. Wesley Snipes will probably show up in the movie. Like, just I just he seems like it wouldn't surprise me if he just was in the background because he finds out where it's being filmed, and he just like forces his way onto set or something. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think does that catch us up? Are we good? Now? That's it. Okay, yeah, we we picked an article. I accidentally picked an article that had just the Disney Plus stuff on it, which left out a lot of movies and things. So, um, we eventually got there in the end. We got to to all the good all the good juicy stuff, and we ended up saving the movies for last, which to me is the best part. So, I think it yep. ended up working out pretty good. So. That's a lot of that's a lot of a lot of stuff we talked about, Mike, and it was very fun. It's good to be back. Yeah, that was cool. Quite 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 a lot of content to cover. 
Yeah. So we'll post some um, questions and polls and things on Twitter and Instagram and uh, looking forward to engaging with you guys. Looking forward to hearing what you guys are excited about. Uh, but that's going to do it. That's going to wrap this one up. Uh, the Movie Jungle is back. Another uh, episode coming soon before Christmas. A little special, sneaky little Christmas special I'm doing with my buddy Chris. And um, yeah, that's going to do it, everybody. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys had a wonderful time listening to us and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Mike, anything to add for the people? Just glad to be back. Everybody have a happy Christmas. Yeah, happy Christmas. Look us up. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, The Movie Jungle. And um, yeah, until then, it's a jungle out there. Go watch a movie. A good one.
Craig out of here. And <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's get Craig out of here. And 